Welcome back to the Express Yourself Black Man Podcast. My name is Kizzle or Kofi, and I'm a mental health advocate, public speaker, and founder of A Kizzle Brand, which is a project aimed at raising awareness for depression and helping people through difficult times. Studies show that on average, men lose 2.8 years of their life when they're under heavy stress. The point of this podcast is for me to gain those 2.8 years back. As a black man, society often tries to tell me what I can, can't do, or talk about which can often leave me feeling trapped. And so this podcast is my release. And if you're listening to this podcast right now on a podcast streaming platform, I just want you to know that this episode is actually uploaded on YouTube. You can watch this episode on YouTube. So if you'd like to do that, please head over to YouTube, type in Express Yourself Black Man Podcast. You can type in the episode number or the episode title and the episode will pop up. Please, please, please do us a favor, regardless of if you're going to watch the episode on YouTube or not, subscribe to our channel, Express Yourself Black Man. That is where the platform is moving. Right now, we are heavily based on Instagram. And while that is dope, Instagram does not pay us for the content that we post. So that means we spend hours making content, which helps you guys, but doesn't really help us to build a platform outside of building new followers. And while that's great, it's not enough. So please head over to YouTube. That way, it's a win-win for both of us. You guys get extra free content, and we get paid for the content that we post, while also having the opportunity to have a larger impact and a larger reach to the black community. So if you rock with us, if you support us, if you're interested in helping us further the platform, please take some time out of your day to subscribe to us on YouTube. Express yourself, black man. I'll give y'all a couple seconds to do that before the episode actually starts. Regardless of what you decide to do, I appreciate you for listening. OBO. What's going on, brother? How are you doing? I'm good, man. So, man, it has been a day for me, man. What's happening? What's going on? Nah, so I, I put up the post. I said, black man, there's nothing wrong with being gay, right? Uh-oh. And... And when I was writing the caption, I was like, man, I should probably tell people don't be homophobic under this post and blah, blah, blah. My, I was like, you know what? I don't even feel like doing all that right now. Like, So I put the post up, and then all of a sudden, I start getting comments like, well, this is, not, this is one post I don't agree with because black men are not supposed to be gay. Man can't love man. And how are we supposed to repopulate the earth when... We have all these gay men, you know, like, and I see you roll your eyes because that's, that's, that's the response I, I, I have at this point too. It's like, it's the same argument over and over and over again. And honestly, it's so repetitive and dried out and it's lazy. Honestly, like the logic to me just doesn't make it make sense anymore. When you really start to challenge these thoughts, they really don't make sense. And I think a lot of times the problem is, as a straight black man, we live in a society where oftentimes we are not forced to challenge this kind of rhetoric, right? So as a result, in our groups and social circles and social media, it just gets spewed over and over and over and over and over again until the, the point it becomes like culture or fact. And nobody goes and checks it. Nobody has conversations with gay black men because the whole thought process is gay black men aren't men. That's, that's at the root of it, basically. It's like, gay black men aren't men. Why would I talk to them? They, have, they, they would never understand me because I'm a man and they're not. And also being gay is wrong. And so like, I'm just 
like for me, I kind of went on a little rant on my story, just talking about just the fact that a lot of people, like they try to throw the Bible into it and they say, God says that, you know, we shouldn't be gay. And my whole thought process around that is, well, God says, you know I mean? The Bible says a lot of stuff. Like the Bible says a lot of stuff about masturbation, sex before marriage, all these things that are considered adultery that we engage in, but we never call other people out for that. But as soon as we talk about gay black men, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Did you read this in the Bible? It says, it says that we shouldn't, right? You get what I'm saying? It's just, I don't know. It just gets annoying. So today has been kind of a, and this is just one day for me. So this is what I'm saying. Like one day for me, right? So I can only imagine, I can yeah. only imagine your experience. Like I can only imagine. So yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, no, I, I get it. I, I think you said so many things that are, are good to, to talk about because I think in retrospect, you said like a lot of people view gay men as not men, right? But I think in that same rhetoric, we're not men when it's convenient for cishet people, right? Because they know when to honor our manhood, right? Like we're men, if a gay man hits a woman, we're a man, we're a man again, right? Because we, uh, and a man shouldn't hit women, so then we're a man again, right? When it comes time for strength displays, when it comes time for patriarchy to kick in, we're a man again. And so I think, or when it was time to, to, to choose what bathrooms to go to, now we're being political about when you're, so again, you know when we're men, when we're men, and you know when to honor our manhood. I think the reality is a lot of people are afraid of people having personal agency. Society rules off of rules. And if you eliminate rules, then what happens? Because a lot of what affects queer people trickles down to affect straight people. And I think that's what needs to be heard, right? Like this is idea that all these things only affect gay people. But the policing of queerness affects the policing of men in general, because we are men, gay men are men, right? And outside of behavior, outside of orientation, we are men. And so when it comes time for men to be clocked and we are obsessed with this idea of figuring out who's gay and who's not, it then polices the, the emotions, the personalities of straight men which doesn't allow statements to cry, to feel, to hurt, to be sad, to be insecure, to be all the emotions that are indicative of people and not just queer people, but people in general. And again, it affects you. So now you have a lot of these men who are crying to cry, who are crying to feel, who are yearning for some space in which they can feel and, 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 and receive empathy and all these things that people are not affording them because we've assigned that to queer folks. And now you have, again, men who are buying and hoping and making posts now to say, Ladies, compliment your man. He needs to hear it. But no, 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 no. You said you said that was queer. Ladies, men, you know, men need to. No, 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 no. You can't pick and choose when you decide you want to dip in our pond and dip out of it. So which one is it? Let's let's be honest. So reality, and a lot of people are not homophobic. Cause a lot of people have homosexual friends. A lot of people are femphobic, which is a whole separate conversation, right? Because even with me, I had some people. Oh, I wish all gay guys acted like you. Not a fact. All gay guys should not act like any all of anything, right? We're all individuals. All straight guys shouldn't act like all straight guys, nor should all queer guys. But I think of this idea that gay is this, straight is this, woman is this, male is this. You know what I mean? And this is a whole conversation about all these binaries that are too specific to allow people to exist in their fullness. And so you have gay guys who are more and more often than not these days existing in full, and a lot of people are uncomfortable. So they're, buying, they're pulling at straws. Where can I find some way to invalidate him to continue to validate me? Because a lot of guys are under the impression that if you grow too big, I have to then get smaller to make space for you to be big when we can all be big together. So it's like, I can't allow queer people, Lil Nas X, queer people, you know, Bond Nas whoever it is, to then be too loud 
because then what happens to my boys? But we're here to tell you, no one's trying to erase heterosexuality. No one's trying to erase binaries if that fits for you. We're not saying we're here too. Likewise with the conversation, like no one's asking for pity. We're saying we've always been here. We're going to continue to be here. And don't use the Bible in silo. Don't use, you know, a patriarchy in silo, misogyny in silo, anti-feminism in silo. Like be honest with thyself because you didn't clock your homeboys for doing a lot of things the Bible didn't say, your parents didn't say, grandma didn't make fun of, and none of those things mattered then. It still happens to matter when you look queer. Mm. Man, wow. Let me just take some time to just digest that. <laughs> you really just went off, man. I'm not going to... Honestly, like, I'm just sitting here listening. And I'm just learning. And I think this is the... I think this is what's so powerful about the conversation. I think this is also something that we are missing in our community. Like, I guarantee you, if you were to go poll, like, 10 straight black men and say, hey, do you have conversations with, with gay black men? Or what was the last time you had a conversation with a gay black like? Like, I get, like, probably, like, eight or nine out of those ten will be like, no, I don't talk to you, black man. Like, wow, I don't even remember last time. Because we just don't have these conversations. And it's also similar to, like, us not talking to black woman outside of if we want to date her, you know, yeah. or sexually or whatever the case may be. And it's always so obvious to me when I have conversations with straight men that either, one, don't talk to black women or don't talk to gay black men. Because if you have these conversations with with gay black man or black woman, you start to realize your thought process is a little bit flawed and it's a little bit closed-minded. And this is something I talked about on my page. I, I said, I grew up homophobic, right? Like I grew up in a Christian household. I was, what was drilled into me is being gay is a sin, just like for every, most most other people that grow up in a Christian household. Being gay is a sin is almost like the, 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 the ultimate sin that a man can, can commit basically, right? And so it wasn't until I went into college and started seeing like gay black men and started having to you know interact with them that i started realizing like yo there's not there's no difference like there really is no difference why are we why are we so hell-bent on not accepting someone else identifying as gay and then that's what opened up a lot of things for me and i started to challenge a lot of the the, the ideas and things that i was taught growing up but it's just a, a lot of people they don't have these conversations with, with other people, with other 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 demographics. Yeah. They stay inside of their their box, and they yeah. only straight black men. And when that happens, you have a skewed perspective of of other of just the world in general. And that's one of the main reasons why, in the page, I say all black people to express themselves healthily. I don't say black men. I don't say straight black men. I say all black people because the whole point is to create a community so that we can have these conversations. It doesn't help me to only talk to straight black men. You get what I'm saying? Like, it just does not help because the perspective is not going to be the same if it's coming from a black woman or a gay black man. And now I'm missing out on valuable perspective or insight that can help to shift the way I view certain things. I think we generalize people so often, right? Like, even this idea, like, me, I'm not indicative of every gay voice. You're not indicative of every sick voice, right? right? Like, you know, and then even, like, when it comes to honoring people's humanity, like, you grew up homophobic. So did I. Mm -hmm. So do most people. Mm -hmm. And so the reality, the, the difference is you were, you did extra work or you, or you did what would be admirable to then become an ally or to then, you know what I'm saying, not be homophobic anymore. But a lot of us have rejected self. 
So our journey to like self has to then eliminate homophobia from who we are, which is also a very different conversation, right? Because it's not just, I'm gonna throw somebody a bone or gay people are nice, I'll be nice to them. Now if I can still go back to my privileged land of straightness, I can go back to my privileged land of manhood. It's like, well, I have to live within this body that people are saying is wrong. Then also you grow up with religion. You go with all these things, you go seeing TV. And a lot of people feel like, like I was in church, we, we assume, we hope we're in church and the preachers are just investigate people. Forget it if you like talk about us in a great way, just don't bash us and we'll come here, we'll praise dance and we'll, we'll shout and then we'll hope to go home comfortably. But imagine growing up and never seeing you. And so you have all these people who grew up never seeing themselves outside of porn and then you ask them to grow up and then exist in the light. And then when we do, we're bashed some more. So it's like, where do you want us to go? And then we had this conversation about like, you know, your page is this, especially as a black men, right? And it's like, does that include us? And, right. and this isn't a question for you, right? But it's like, you know, a lot of us are asking because in, in, in our experience, we have been almost othered outside of what black men looks like, right? It's like, there's black men, then there's gay black men, but the two are not synonymous. Right. And it's like, at what point do we then decide that my manhood is honor is it because i'm masculine enough for you today am i straight passing enough do i not bring my boyfriend around do i not say things about me being gay you know but we don't talk about it like what is the expectation of queer people right that's the bigger conversation i want to have too like what do people want queer guys to do even when you right. know it, i have friends who would say things like you know i don't agree but you my boy i don't know if you're gonna disagree with, my, with who i am but it still be friends with me i don't know but again, right. a lot of us to exist have had to allow a lot of homophobia internally and externally because it came from our parents. It came from our brothers. It came from our teachers. It came from media. Like it was coming from every which way. And so it's like, at what point can we stand firm in, our, in who we are? And I think a lot of the privilege that exists between like black men, men in general, cishet women, like we don't have those luxuries often because it's who we are. And so we have to kind of take well, as long as he don't beat me up, fine. We can be, you know, or as long as they don't bash me, it's fine. Like, I have people literally say, hey, oh, I respect you, bro, but if you get married to a dude, I can't come to your wedding. Or, hey, bro, like, you know, I'm cool with this, but you can't bring no God to my, to my career. Or I'm cool with this, but, you know, I can't really. So you can honor me, again, when I'm, when I'm passing enough, when I'm palatable enough, when I'm neutral enough, but when I'm in my full truth, there's question marks. And, but again, do I exist within this, like, when we go, is this on an island somewhere? You want me to kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you want yeah. to do? Right. And I, man, and that, like, hearing you say that, like, that's honestly one of the first times that I've heard, like, that being said or, or explained that way. And I, this is another reason why I think it's important. Like, the point that you made about you not representing all gay men, obviously, mm -hmm. right? But the the point that I'm making is that, when we don't have these conversations with at least one, you know, like at least one gay black, like we are doing ourselves a disservice. Yeah. Like I'm not saying we should stop at one. I'm saying at least open your mind up to having conversations with other demographics outside of straight black men. Because you're not, you're like, one of the main things that I try to teach on the page is how people, like critical thinking. We get on social media, we're fed a lot of stuff. We talk to people, we're fed a lot of stuff. We go out, we watch TV and all these different things. We're fed a lot of things. But if we're not sitting there and challenging those ideas on a consistent basis, then at that point, you're really just becoming a zombie to what it is, whatever it is that you see.
and and this is one of the like one of the main things with critical thinking is pulling in other viewpoints and other perspectives to form your own thoughts about what is going on or what you or what you perceive and so like yeah like man like i just think more of these conversations are necessary i think more straight black men need to talk to, to gay black men and i think there's a, a point that you made is very important that i talked about in my story as well when in our in, in our society in our community as a as a straight black man when we see a gay black man the first thing we think is oh he's gay it's not he's black it's not he's a man it's oh he's gay like we we i we go straight into sexuality and that's what i was talking about is like a lot of times like i feel like one of the big parts of the divide is that we are not being compassionate enough or sitting and, and allowing ourselves to see a gay black man as a black man first because if we were to do that then it's like okay that's the homie that's the homie he, he just happens to be gay and now it breaks down that initial barrier where it's like damn like i don't even know like i don't even know if i want to talk to them or blah 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 because it's like that's a black man i'm a black man that is something that we share in common but it's just somehow we just that just flies away we just seem to miss that whole point and we were talking on zoom before we had this conversation we were yeah. talking like, you talk to some of your bros and you're like yo we have some of the same shared experiences at the end of the day you're a black man like i'm a black man there are because so many people yeah yeah well, there's so many things we can relate to that we like but yeah go ahead i think we have to just again give people room to like exist because i think we think that masculinity is exclusive to straightness we think femininity is exclusive to queerness we think if someone is queer or trans we should know it and it's like then you feel bamboozled if you didn't and it's like you know because again you associate these things to this one specific archetype so like a person walking up to me and is like hey bro you know what up dog? what's up what's up you know let's have a conversation and then 20 minutes later you realize i'm gay now it's like hold but why does that matter? We, we, just, we just share so many commonalities. We had a whole energy, a whole vibe. And now my queerness, because again, a lot of people have other queerness. Or like in the trans experience, it's like, because you didn't know she was born differently how she identifies, now it becomes a whole different conversation about how, but again, like, why is that necessary? And the real conversation to be asked, people in the comments as well, is like, how much of a person do you need to know to be cool with them? Like, what's necessary? Like, is the religion necessary? Is their gender necessary? Is is their family experience necessary? Is their health background? Like, what's necessary to really know? Because even when you think about a friend, right? I want you to be a good person. What makes you a good person is beyond me. I want you to be good. Mm -hmm. Whether you're good because trauma, whether you're good because you just happen to be that way, good because of worship, good because of music, whatever makes you good, I want you to be good. It's very unnecessary for me to know what's happening in, in your in your biology, it's very unnecessary to know what's happening in your experience. You know what I'm saying? But I think a lot of us feel like, I need to know X, Y, Z before I can honor your experiences, before I can be cool with you, before I can respect you. And a lot of us cannot respect what we don't understand. Even when it comes, I didn't come to the preach. I felt, I felt that was in my spirit somewhere. Y'all heard that? Did y'all put that in my spirit? <laughs> yeah. I felt that was in my spirit. You know? And I, I say this about boundaries often. I don't care if you don't understand my boundary, honor it or keep it moving. Mm -hmm. Hey guys, like I, I don't really like when people come into my house and wear the color red. Whether you get it or not, either don't wear red or you can't come into my house. That's that, that's that's outlandish, but that's reality how life works. Like 
either respect the boundary, because y'all have to get everything. I don't understand trans, the trans experience. I'm not trans either. I don't get it. I don't have to get it. I have right. to respect them, though. I, I don't have to understand everything that deserves to feel to, to maintain onus. And I think, again, patriarchy has given people, especially cis people, a lot of power. Mm -hmm. More power than people think that they have. A lot of people think if I don't like it, it shouldn't exist, little Boosie. If I don't like it, it shouldn't exist, the baby. If I don't like it, it shouldn't exist. The names can go on. You know what I mean? So we come to this whole conversation about like, I don't appreciate it, so get rid of it. Opposed to I don't understand it. And mind you, this might be unpopular. You don't have to be my friend. I'm not, I'm not, I, you ain't never heard me beg for a friend. You gotta respect me. Those are two different things. No one's. A lot of girls are not saying invite us to the things. We're saying let us be us. Like stop. Like stop perpetuating this gay agenda idea when we exist in our fullness. <laughs> Pass the collection because I'm. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I'm telling you, man. Like this is why I was like, yo, this is gonna be a dope conversation because from the Zoom, I was like, damn, like I'm learning a lot. I think this would be so valuable for the community. And then here you go again, preaching. So, oh man, like, man. Because it affects all of us in a very big way, bro. It just affects all of us in such a way. And I think like a lot of us have put like compassion and empathy on the on the backs of queer people, but it's not just us. Like everybody's like, oh, I don't understand pronouns. It's, it's unnecessary. I identify with my biology. I'm, I'm a cis person. However, I still see it necessary to show compassion on those who are not. And I think it's very interesting that we have made it seem like the only person who should be understanding of language, only person who should clock how to respect and honor people are queer folks. And that's not a way to get a, that's no way to get ahead. Like if you want to be a decent person, because reality is the real deal is a lot of people don't care until it hits your family. Like a lot of people were comfortable in homophobia until it was your kid. And now they're being bullied. So now you wanna now you wanna champion the movement. Or was so is your sister, or was your brother, or was your whoever, and now it's a it's a thing, but if we can stop it before it even gets to that point. Right. You know what's so interesting about this whole conversation? The way I, I kind of think about this is I think about this in terms of, like, the Black Lives Matter movement and, like, how we were always like, well, if white people could just talk to black people, they would understand how we feel. And white people don't care unless it's one of their black friends and blah, blah, blah. And then we look at internally in the black community, we look at specifically black men. And it's like what you said, we talk about straight black men and then other black men. And it's kind of the same dynamic to me. It's like, yo, all, all, all the LGBTQ community is saying is exactly what you just said. You just have to allow us to exist. Like, stop being homophobic, stop spewing hatred, stop worrying so much about our experience and just allow us to exist. But it's like, on our, on our side, we're hearing all of the, whoa, it's to demasculate the black man agenda, and they want to show our black men gay, gay media, and they want to condition the black man to be gay and be black. I'm just like, oh my god! I just and the goalpost keeps moving. Yeah, and yeah, and I just, I that I just don't get, like that. I just like I have a hard time having conversations about that because, for me, it just doesn't make sense to me when it's said. Because what you talked about when we had the Zoom conversation was, does the inverse make sense? Where you said, can we condition someone to be straight? Yeah. And in all my conversations that I've had with gay black men, it's always been, hey, I really fought this, but 
this is what it turned out to be. Like I've had, I, I just got a DM today where someone was saying like, hey, listen, I was praying. I was praying to take my body away. I was praying to go away, but I just, this is just who I am. And I had to come to terms with that. And I was just like, yo, we, we're not having these conversations. One, we're not having these conversations and we're making it so much harder for y'all to just exist. And I, and you talked about compassion. Like that is the main thing at the root of all of this is if we can just sit there and say, yo, that's a black man, that's a human. Let me have compassion. Let me try to understand before I impose my views, things will be much better. But a lot of people just go straight into, nah, that's wrong. God said that's wrong. And vice versa. I mean, that's an important part of the conversation too, right? Like, cishet people act as if they're the only person that has to accept something. Like, like you're not perfect coming to me to accept me Right, like this is almost like if I, like I, I didn't put you in a position to accept or deny mm -hmm. me, but mm -hmm. then just understand that because I am simply straight, I'm coming to you perfect. I'm unflawed. I'm unscathed. I'm straight. So I have a VIP space in heaven. I have a I, I have the direct line to God. I have, and it's like, well, I have to the same way. I want you to learn me the same way I need to learn you. Like you're not unbeknownst to what it means to learn someone. Like like that's not only the onus of learning somebody is not only on queer people. Like. Get to know me as a person. Yes, I am gay as a part of who I am for sure. Likewise, my blackness, likewise, my spirituality. But there's so many details of who I am for you to then learn. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it seems like, like you know, oh, okay, well, he's gay, so, you know, let me throw him a bone. No one's asking for bones. Like, no one, like, I, I want to be very clear. I'm not asking for no bones from nobody. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. so this, is a, this, this consistent conversation of how do I and where do I and but he and all these little things and that, that shouldn't matter and that continue to matter. And I guess I get why. But yeah, to your earlier point as well, like who would then choose to be marginalized? Like who would say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and, you know what? I'm straight right now. I'm going to go ahead and be gay though. I think gay would really do a man. I think being gay would really be, I can see that for me. You know what I mean? And like, like the average person, I don't know everybody, but the average person is, I can almost bet my bottom dollar is not doing that. Right. Because I actually, I actually see comments or I've seen things where people were like, gay black men would say, listen, I, I honestly wouldn't have wished this on myself just because of the way society, just because of the way society is. Right. And, and it's, and it, and it hurts me when I see stuff like that, because basically what they're saying is I'm struggling with, with my identity because of how hard it is to exist on earth right now. Because it's, it's an additive. Like, I think what you don't understand is the other things don't stop. Like my blackness wasn't on pause for me to figure out my queerness, right? Like, so I, so I was still a black man who then was a black gay man, who then was a black gay man in urban areas, school, grades, pressures, and like all the things that you experienced, I experienced those plus my queerness. And it's like, I think also what hurts a little bit more from black gay men is when we're judged by black men, black straight men, you know what it's like to be dehumanized and devalued for things you cannot change. Like, you know what it's like. So I get it. For white people, I understand a little bit more, right? Like, you don't really understand what it's like for all the things people don't like you for are things that essentially you have, you can adjust. If you're poor, you make more money. If you can't dress, you can buy new clothes. But if you're black, what do you do? Right. You'll be, you can't be unblack. And so you know what it's like to be watched, followed, devalued for your blackness. 
but then you turn around and do the same thing for their equipment, something that they too cannot change. But again, you think you have you think you have the the rubric on what it means to be human when you are straight. You think that you know that nobody could possibly be born this way. It could be possibly born that way because that's not how God works. That's not how I was born. And the way I was born, the way people were born, because I'm indicative of people. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know who made all these superb humans. God was busy that, that generation, clearly. But I'm just confused. <laughs> like, so many people say things that are so, like, if they would step outside of self and hear them, you would be like, wait a minute, do you hear what you just said? Like, well, I, I don't, I, well, I, I like women. Okay, congrats. I like men. And you can't, and I think also you can't bully me out of that. Even for me, I was going to say this earlier, like, taking gender out of conversations can make you go closer to friendships. I've had conversations with my state boys about all the things. It has, there's been no lines drawn about sex, about relationships, about all, because gender is unnecessary. Hey, listen, y'all, my, my, my partner is not, is grumpy. Hey, have you tried this? Have, people, people feel things, right? So it's not someone like, oh, he's gay, I can't touch it. The same, my, my brother is straight. He asked me for so much advice for him and his girl. And likewise to me, it's not about this, it's about people. If she's sad, do something she enjoys. If he is sad, follow suit. Mm-hmm. But we have, we have preached this agenda that because he's gay, I automatically don't get it. He gay, oh, never mind, I don't get it. <laughs> All right, never mind. We, we can be cool, play the same sports, go to the same bars, like the same drinks, watch the same shows. I say I'm gay, never mind. Oh, I know you can't anymore. And it's like, well, how did that end so fast? Mm-hmm. Man. And you know, you, you talked about something earlier. You talked about like, there's like this fear of the unknown, right? When it when it comes to yeah. um, the the gay community, and I think that's so true. I think that when it comes to straight black men, it's like in the future, what will the future look like? If of what if, family, but not, no, not even just that, but just like I hate to use the loud word, just just based on what you just told me, but let's just you know let's just entertain it right now. If we allow. Yeah men to be gay what will the future for our community look like right like are we gonna i guess when i start asking questions this is like what do you think it's gonna look like are you are you saying that all heterosexual men are gonna eventually turn turn gay are you saying that we won't have enough couples to to not repopulate like all of those kind of things and i think that's what we like when i think about the fear of the unknown like i think that that drives a lot of the fear which is the belief that by allowing gay black men, we are somehow stifling our community's growth. So how are you guys gonna not allow it? What's the plan there? And this is and, and this is what I'm trying to understand. Like I just honestly don't get it. Is it to shame people into a closet? Is it to do do a fear of hell that will hopefully switch them to to to, to straightness? Like I, I'm just curious. Like what is the inverse? And on top of that. You don't need, the real big thing right now is you don't need relationships to create life. And I don't know why this is necessary for me to even say it, because I think we're all, a lot of us were not born out of a relationship. We're born out of, out of, out of, can, wait, I, I, what can we say on your counts? Can I talk? What can yeah, I say yeah. on your lives? What, what can we say on your lives? Can we, can we say things? No, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, talk. You were made out of nut going in a vagina. That's yes. how, that's how you got here. Like it, it, it that, that it's not, it was, no one had to be in love to create life. And a lot of queer people are having children. Like that, like, like I think, again, that's just an, another lazy 
um, stab at trying to erase what it means to be queer. But no, most of us want kids. I, I hope to God I have kids. Like, like no one's not going to populate the world. I think maybe now the family dynamic that you're used to may shake a little bit. And so we can have that conversation, right? If you, if you want to see husband and wife, if you think it takes two, two opposite genders to raise a child, we can have that kind of conversation separately. But in terms of populating the universe, we're not gonna, I'm not, I'm not, I can't. It's, 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 I can't. It's too late. Right. So let, let's have the let's have the family dynamic conversation because I'm I know you don't want to have that conversation. I knew I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> okay, come on. I'm because honestly, like I just I just at this point, like I just want to be educated, right? Like yeah. because yeah. a lot of times we have these kind of conversations, and I don't know what to even tell my friends. Like they're like, "Well, are we gonna allow gay gay two gay black men to raise?" A son and a daughter? What is that gonna look like? Blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, honestly, I don't like. I don't know. Honestly, Maybe. I don't like. What do you like? I guess what I'm asking is like, what does that look like for you? We don't know. Okay. I think I think that's another part of the plot, right? A lot of us are figuring these things out in the midst of all this, right? Like a lot of us have because we because again we weren't fortunate to see career dynamics either. We never a lot of us have never seen what family looks like, so we're just gonna see if hopefully love is enough. Right, but we don't really know what two men or two women having kids because a lot of us haven't seen. I've never seen two men, you know, have kids like in person. Right, I've seen, I've seen like you know via like Instagram in some ways. Right, um, I, I think also like people. It's, it's just funny how people are comfortable with like unloving homes, toxic homes, single parent homes, like all these other details before they will then welcome the idea of a queer one. That's that to me is just a very interesting concept. But 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 to answer, I can't really answer your question. Right, like a lot of us are trying to figure out. We're still ironing out a lot of these things in the midst of a lot of hatred, in the midst of comparing things to heteronormative society, like in the midst of, you know what I mean? It's trying to figure out where in which we can position ourselves while then also maintaining safety. Like, I mean, like, no one's, I don't think a lot of people are that bold to approach me in person, but like it could be, a, you know, but a lot of people are bold in comments. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I just, I mean, I, I wouldn't advise it, but do you. But I'm saying like, you know, a lot of people are bold in comments though, right? And so a lot of people are saying like, who are queer advocates, you do put yourself in harm's way. I've been in spaces with a lot of my friends who have experienced hate crimes. I've been in spaces where they didn't serve me and the guy I was on a date with at, an, at, a, at a Waffle House. She never came back. You know what I'm saying? It's like these things are happening and it's like, what do you then say to those who are just trying to figure it out? Where can I be? Okay, naturally, Ruthie, you, you caught what I was talking about. But like, you know, like, what do you say? What do you do? And I think a lot of us are also asking for in the midst of us figuring it out, create safe spaces. Create, create a comfortable space for us to figure that thing out. Let us figure out what family, family dynamics are. But at the root of it all, don't you want to honor someone's humanity? Don't you want to honor someone's right to choose? Don't you want to honor some, you know what I mean? Like, like the, the overarching question, even if we don't understand what it's going to be, we're trying to figure it out. And it's very difficult in the midst of bigotry, hatred, homophobia. Like, it's tough. And you're making it tough. Mm, I think you said something really important about giving y'all the you know the space to be able to figure these things out because like like you said you know you don't know and I, and also now in hindsight i don't mean to be hindsight henry now but i don't know how i would have expected you to know when you have like we don't we haven't seen it like i don't know like i, I don't know if i expected you to have like groups where you guys <laughs> you got stuck you guys well, in our last meeting like, we decided that <laughs> Right, yeah, like I don't know, I don't know what I expected, right? So yeah, I, I I definitely think what you're saying makes a lot of sense. I definitely think what you're saying makes a lot of sense, and then it also like, 
it reminds me why it's important to be inclusive in the space. Yeah. I think at the risk of sounding like we're all in this together, like until we're all free, none of us are really all that free. Like, like it's, it's just a, a true statement. You know what I mean? I think, I think often when we talk about homophobia and we talk about the fear of queerness and all these things, it's not as siloed or as individual as we think it is. And so within that though, it then creates a lot of policing of people who shouldn't be policed. Like no one should essentially, right? But then it does trickle down to cishet men. A lot of the men who are talking about you want to eliminate queer voices and blah, blah, and or who bash you with what is to be queer, like it, uh, it affects you. I remember I was young, gay wasn't indicative of the same genders. It was indicative of things being uncool, right? Like we used to say, man, she was a gay. Now how she was can be gay, I don't know. But we used to, gay was just a word that was synonymous with things you just did not like. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's gay. Man, that hat gay. Yeah, you know what I mean? And so, like, within that, though, like, again, we have to, to, to dissect what gay means socially, right? Like, what are we then saying about people, right? Like, I was saying if gay is synonymous with wrong, and if gay is synonymous with emotions, and gay is synonymous with femininity, and gay, and all these other attributes, and then tell straight guys who they can't be. And now you're rejecting self. Now you're rejecting who you not, because reality is everybody feels. Reality, everybody goes to spaces of confusion. May, may not be sexually, but it goes, yeah, yeah, everybody goes to a lot of the same experiences. But if you are attributing to one group of people, it then makes it harder for you to do the things that you essentially are going to have to do because you're human. Right. So it affects everybody. Yeah, in a big way. Cute. <laughs> it's, it's this for me. It's, it's, it's this moment. Yeah, like, that's, I don't know. That's just how, that's just how I think, man. <laughs> Like when I, I'm just trying to process everything that I'm hearing, and then also like going through comments. Deshaun said something that I was thinking about, where okay. he was, said something like, "Let me read it actually, instead of trying to remember." Yeah. Like, uh, say if someone has two moms, that doesn't mean they won't gravitate to have a male role model in their life that they will make their father figure or representation of what a man should be, right? And I think mm -hmm. that's an interesting, like, I think that's an interesting thought because we talk about like masculinity and femininity femininity as far as like all humans having both right in the whole like in our conversation we talked about how a lot of the the thought is that well if you're straight you're a straight black man that means you you're, you're masculine you don't have any femininity in you and then if you're like a gay a gay black man you're you're, you're strictly like feminine and I, I was thinking about the two moms example i was thinking like well would they would would the child even need to gravitate outside of the house to find someone that is represent like representing masculine energy if one of the moms identifies more with their masculine and like and I think these are some of the I don't know I just I just found that kind of interesting and also what I wanted to talk about was the fact that in my household my mom wasn't around a lot right not just not because she was a deputy or anything like that she just worked a lot and. For me, growing up, like, I grew up basically with just just my dad. My dad is an African dad, not the most affectionate, you know? Like, I've hugged him a few times when I haven't seen him in a while, but not the most affectionate on a day-to-day -day basis, right? Yeah, and yeah. Growing up, that kind of taught me that, like, I wasn't going to receive physical love in a home, and then it led to all these different things and, like, my relationships and stuff like that. But in, yeah. therapy, in therapy... I started to learn kind of what a mother's love looks like because I got like a black woman therapist and we started to have some of these conversations that I wish I had with my mom and all these different things, right? And so I think like, to go back to Deshaun's point, like honestly, I was thinking like, 
if we were to normalize therapy in our community, I don't even see why this would be such, I don't even see why this would be that big of an issue. Like, if your child feels like they're missing something, find a therapist that can help. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that that's, the therapy is a, the solution to everything, but I think it can definitely be a big help. And like we talked about, like, just it takes a village to raise a child. Like, yeah, like, um, I know I haven't personally only been raised by my mom and my dad. Like, I've had multiple teachers that have helped to play my mo mother role or father role growing up. Let me ask you this, because you, you said it, and I don't know if you just was saying as an example, when it comes to a relationship amongst critical, like two women or two men, do you think one is going to be more, higher or lower on a masculine scale? And no, one's gonna be higher no, no. Okay. I know that, I know that, you know, like two women can be more feminine. I know that, you know, like some can potentially be higher on the scale or not. I'm just saying, and just in the example. Example, okay, yeah. Yeah, just that example, right? Like, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about it. Just wanted to kind of talk about it and just see what your like. I guess what your thoughts were. Yeah, no, I, I don't necessarily know this. It's necessary to have in your home, right? Because again, we've seen people who are who have been reared in homes that are only. Likewise, to me, my mom was was an inactive mother, and so I was raised by my dad primar primarily. And my dad is some one of the most empathetic, compassionate, sensitive, emotionally open person people I've ever met, and he's a man, right? And so I think likewise. I don't necessarily know that it's, in, that it's necessary within the house, but I think also we can't act like people are not going to run into masculinity. Like you're going to see it, whether it's a teacher, an uncle, a like you're going to experience it. People make it seem like if someone's queer, that is to be dimming against the world, right? Like I'm going to put my kid in this cult of queerness that doesn't let them leave. Like they're still going to be open to seeing other people from other spaces. And I think like, but once again, a lot of a lot of these things are just like. And not to be whatever, but like ignorance because you don't know because you, and, and you don't want to know. You haven't been around enough people to understand because you don't think that. But even like to my parents' generation, right? Like they thought like I would be with someone who was very effeminate, whether I choose that person or not. They just automatically okay. If you're a little bit higher on the masculine side, then in turn you have to pick someone who's lower on the masculine side, right? But again, that was indicative of them not having any queer friends, so they don't know how it goes. All they know is what they believe to be the, the dynamics of straightness, right? Like right. man and woman. Or like this idea of like a bunch of different factors that go, and we internalize some of that in the queer community, I'm not gonna lie, but there is this very big question mark around things because you don't know, because you haven't welcomed them into your spaces. And I think likewise, like I have, like honestly, my boys, like, but honestly, you gotta be real secure to hang with me. You know what I mean? Cause, 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 cause we, we gonna be friends. Like I'm not really in the business of like not being, you know what I mean? Like let's, cause obviously I'm like, I'm so, anyway, <laughs> I get, I, you know, I, you didn't say anything, but I got exactly what you were saying. It's so funny you didn't say a thing, but I got exactly what you were saying. That's all I, I needed. I understood it perfectly. I get it. I get it. We're good then. That's all I needed. And one thing that you said that was interesting was us having this concept that, like, you being more masculine means that you have to find someone that's more feminine. And I realized that. What you were saying is, is very true. Like, even growing up, my thought process was like, okay, well, if this is how this is how relationships work with the, you know, inside the LGBTQ community. We have a gay black man. If he's super masculine, then he then finds a feminine gay black man, and they create a relationship. But that perspective is skewed based on our thought process of what relationships look like. We're still... We're still imposing our view and our belief 
on your on your experiences just because we just don't know any better and we're not having yeah. this conversation. And this is the <laughs> first time I've actually heard it. Like I've actually heard, you know, someone say that or like uh, challenge that thought of mine. Because honestly, up until now, like obviously I've seen like two feminine women, but I haven't really seen relationships with like two masculine men. So I didn't even know like that was it. Like I didn't even know that that was a thing or that existed. So I, I appreciate you like, I guess, breaking that down for me and helping me to understand that. But it's often like, even I used to always say the same thing, right? Like I think I think I could have benefited from somebody who was like masculine, quote unquote, and queer, right? Mm -hmm. Or in a relationship growing up. But there very, there very well might have been somebody who was masculine and queer. And I received them as friends. Because once again, we think that we would know, right? A lot of, a lot of people say, I've never seen a trans person because you, you think you would know if you had. Because right. you might have saw somebody who you saw and, and thought they were a woman and not much alike. Because there's an assumption that if I saw somebody who was gay, I would know. So when you saw right. two dudes walking side by side, you would figure they were homeboys. So I ain't never seen two guys who were masculine, but they very well could have been in a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, I've been dating somebody while down the street, and they think that's my homeboy. And that's like, what up? And meanwhile, we whole time kissing in the mouth. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and yo, you got me and, thinking now. Like, you got me. And thinking. here we are. Maybe I have seen it. I just didn't. I just didn't notice it, right? Like, you thought you I, know. Likewise, the women. We assume they're friends. They could have very well been in a relationship, but we just think that we would know. But again, I think also is a thing. Like, it doesn't really matter, right? Because we kept moving. Right. You kept it pushing. You kept minding your business. You went about you went about your day. You got your sandwich. You went home. You know. So they more people should take that same luxury. They just stick to what you know. Stick to where you are. Like be present. And I'm not saying that you should ignore people. I'm not saying that people aren't your business. I think community requires people to be your business. I believe people are my business. If I see somebody who is in need, I don't have to know you to make that part of my business for that moment. You know what I mean? I think that's how we build build community. But at the same time, I do think like back to my question earlier, like what is necessary to really feel like you can care for a person. Like, I, honest, a lot of things, especially in a friendly way. Now, if we're dating, I want to know all that is you. I'm just be honest. You got to tell me. But, like, if we're friends, I really don't need to know a lot of things that I think people are, feel like we have to know to then call you great or to then honor you or to then be in, be in fellowship with you. Yeah. Like, honestly, I don't even know your name. And we're having a whole hour-long conversation. I, I don't think you were telling me your name. What's your name, bro? Well, I, people call me Kizzle, but my real name is Kofi. Oh, nice to meet you, Kofi. See, I'm saying, I and I think, and so always asked me, oh, that's a good brother. That's a good dude. And I didn't even know your name. A, so names aren't even necessary to know a person. Right. Now, that's true, because I've, I've had conversations with a lot of different people, and I'm like, yo, at the end of the conversation, I'm like, yo, we never exchanged names. But then that, that, that person was dope. Like, like, like then that person was dope, for real. Wow, now that's, I didn't even, wow, damn, that's bad on me. I didn't even introduce myself when we had the Zoom conversation. My bad. Oh, yeah, damn, we sure did do that, huh? Yeah. I'm, I'm OVO. OVO. <laughs> nice, to meet, nice to meet you, bro. Nice to meet you, too, bro. Nice to meet you, too. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to this episode. I truly, truly, truly appreciate you. So I really hope you got some valuable insight. And I hope I helped in some capacity whether it be through the platform or the podcast. If you like to support for free, you can like this video if you're on YouTube, or you can share and subscribe regardless of what platform you're listening to the episode on. If you'd like to support monetarily, now we're talking, you can go to shop.expressyourselfblackman.com and get yourself some merch. 
We have a hoodie. We have sweatsuits. We have shirts. We have hats. We also have an ebook on how to heal, where I discuss breakups, depression, and suicidal ideations, anxiety, and attachment styles. I go in depth about my story with dealing with all of those things, and then I explain how to heal in an easy guide. It's easy to follow. It's easy to go from reading to implementing. So if you're interested in that as well, it's in the shop. The book is called From Hurting to Healing, A Black Man's Guide to Feeling. So consider supporting monetarily, but regardless of how you support, I appreciate you. Hope you have a great day. Sometimes I know you feel like you ain't got nobody to speak to. Shoulder to lean on somebody you could preach to. No, you need to hear it, my brother. I love you. We got way too much to live for. We got way too much to live for. When we get it, all we want more. When we get it, still we want more. I know it's hard, but you just gotta push on. Telephone, only Brody, I was trying to bring you. Tell me how you feel at once. Did you know that you're alive?